Is that a sound effect that you put in, or is that actually someone has a cat? They did so much cat. Oh. <laughs> I, I'm, we're going live. Uh, I'm not a cat. Okay, so we're actually recording. So, so Barrett, go ahead and sing the theme song. Oh, this is the BM Squared. BM Squared, y'all. And that's it. You did a yeah, good job. Right. Congratulations. It's very cool. Bam. Somebody, uh, somebody broke their their microphone, I think. I just heard some noise. What is that? I think that was Matt like, trying to beat Fox. Um, yeah. yeah, he was helping me out. It was nice. <laughs> All right, so yeah, it's the uh, we took a nice week off. Yeah, yeah. No, I needed I needed to have that day because I had to, I had so much going on, and uh, this week is the same, and next week is the same, and then Easter's over, and then our busy season calms down a bit. I hope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of it's, it's kind of sad. It sounds like a the gym at New Year's. So like the the church at Easter is like the gym at New Year's. Yeah, I guess that's a good way of looking at it. Like, everybody would think it'd be Christmas. It's like, no, Easter is because the weather is getting nice. And everybody wants to go out anyways. And they're like, oh, we'll go to church on Sunday morning. And then afterwards, we'll go to lunch and go to the park and, you know, all, all this fun family stuff, I guess. And, uh, yeah, so we're expecting, like, a huge turnout. We're going to have, like, three services. And, you know, COVID's pretty much over. So, yeah. I so mean, yeah, like, you're still going to wear your mask. but So people are like, you know, it's a Passover, Passover, passing over. Uh, we passed over, and now let's go back to Sydney, basically. Uh, for the most part, yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> That's, I mean, there's, there's, uh, we had these worship nights, and we had one Saturday in one of our locations, and I'm at that same location on the following morning, and we didn't have as many people the following morning as we normally do have, and I think it's because they all went the night before to the worship night, and they considered that. They're like, okay, went to church, check. <laughs> and i'm like no it's not it, it's like ah oh, you know you're not fully getting it then it's it's yeah i don't want to start into that i'm, I'm trying not to think about work today so i wanted to mention um I, as you guys know that i've been um setting up that raspberry clock mm. and i have actually i I've, I've gotten to the point where i have a 256 gig card in it and because I can, I, I now can emulate Dreamcast and Saturn, not very good, um, and DS, which was interesting to, to emulate DS on the TV, I've now had to upgrade. And today I have a 512 gigabyte micro SD card arriving. I'm talking about like emulating the DS. You can do that with the Wii U. You could play DS games, and it's so weird because you could have it in like three different con- or multiple different configurations, I think. And one of them is you could have both screens, both DS screens, showing up on your TV. Well, and, yeah, that's, you'd have to do it. No, well, I guess with the Wii U, you could do it like I guess it, one on the tablet. Exactly, that's the way I did it, and that's the one that made the most sense to me. That's how I played uh, Metroid uh, Metroid um, Zero Mission and Fusion. <laughs> I played that. doesn't work though for for some of the games. Like um, I found that the the DS game that I use as a testing game now is Contra Four, and that one uses the top screen as basically the top of the screen and the bottom screen as the other section, so they're connected. So if you did it that way on the Wii U, you'd have to like look up up and down really quick 
from the tablet to the TV all the time or hold the tablet up so it's like you can see both screens at the same time. So the easy way that they they fix that problem, Mike, is they just don't port it over. That that's a good solution as well too. Yeah, it's like well, it's not like, a good solution. It's a solution. Yeah, it's not the best solution. It's just an easiest, the easiest one. It's like, well, we can figure out how to do this, or just not do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm I'm a little disappointed though that I was I was reading up that I guess PlayStation Two and GameCube. Um, and one other system that I was interested in, I can't remember what it is now, can only be emulated on um, like a PC version of RetroPie or RetroArch. Um, they can't be done on the Retro or the Raspberry Pi, which is a little disappointing. Which saves me money though, because I'd have to get a one terabyte card then. But which Raspberry Pi do you have? I have the three B. Oh, I had the three B. Okay. Yeah. I want to. I'm like, if I were to get, whoa, I want to get the four with like, I think they have four with like a 16 gigabyte RAM model now for like uh-huh. a box or something like that, which makes you really question these prices that, that Apple charges for their computers. It's like, oh, yeah. oh it's dollars upgrade from eight gigs to 16 gigs. I'm like, really? Wow, Raspberry Pi charges 20. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Are you getting special magical RAM? <laughs> it's Apple. It's it's you know Apple PC. It's the whole the fact that you're buying one of those type of systems and buying into that lifestyle. I guess you could say. I think what it is is with, with the new Apple Silicon, a silicone, whatever you want to say. Um, <laughs> get your mind out of the gutter, boys. Uh, with the new Apple chips. There you go. Uh, they have uh, the memory. Wait, is- Apple chips? Apple chips. Isn't that like sort of like, you know, one of those things you can buy at Whole Foods? Mmm, chips. Mmm, chips and beer. Mmm, beer. Yeah. <laughs> Homer, you promised not to drink. No beer for a month. No beer. <laughs> no beer for a month. <laughs> okay, you were saying Apple chips? Apple chips, yes. The Apple chips have the memory. The RAM is built into the chip, which does mm-hmm. make the RAM a lot faster, too, because you don't need L1 and L2 anymore because the RAM's right there. But then when you want to upgrade your RAM, you're going to have to remove that chip. And no, if you want to upgrade your RAM, you have to take your system, throw it in the trash, and go buy a new one because there's no way to take <laughs> That's the Apple way. Like yep, Apple, that is the Apple way. That is the Apple way. I'm mm-hmm. like, I, I, that's why, like, when I bought the laptop, I like, I'm gonna buy the entry one, and then down the road, I'll get a desktop. I'll wait to see what they come out with. And mm, uh, trash. I still got my Windows machine. I just have, I don't use it too often. But I bought a new, I bought some new games. For so I got a question for you guys, kind of off where we're going, but you know, before we start getting into it, I don't know if you guys heard about this. I just found out about this today. Um. Nike is bringing a new pair of shoes. Now, I guess back in 2019, they brought the Jesus shoe, which were all white shoes with, I guess, holy water in them. Really? And Nike has announced today that they're going to bring out the Satan shoes that are, like, all black, I guess, pentagram. Is somebody opening up something? What's going on? I, I think somebody's eating apple chips. Oh, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm drinking the whole apple Kool-Aid. 
Okay. No, but um, what they're going to have is instead of holy water, they're going to have, I think it's, they're going to have ink in there, but one drop of human blood. Hmm. Well, yeah, so I don't think it's really... Where did you hear this? Yeah, exactly. That does not at all sound true. Google it, dude. Google it right now. Oh. Google well, because it's on the internet, it's, it's true. It's, not, it's true because it's on the internet. Where are they going to get this human blood? Is there a place where not? Question. There's like a myriad laws against it. It's yeah. not even remotely legal. They would never do that to their brand. They would lose like a huge chunk of their people. They would you, not. Yeah, you that's... would have to put your own blood in there. And okay, we can do go and have some stranger's blood. In I mean, wh- was this blood tested? What did you get it I'm on not, your? That's my question: Is where would they get this? Yeah, I mean, like, how about if they get it from somebody and they're all HIV and have every other disease that you they, they basically have James Bond's blood, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a drop of James Bond's blood. He's been with a million women. God knows what he has for diseases. <laughs> Remember that episode? It was like there was an SNL skit, and he went and said, "Not only do you have every single STD, Mister Bond, we've actually created three new ones named just after you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that yeah, that, that, yeah, I wouldn't trust. I wouldn't trust it because like yeah, you're oh they're in the sneaker. Okay, well what about if like some asshole runs over my foot and that vial breaks? Yeah, but I guess it's supposed to be. Um... Like they're saying, it's all ink except for one drop, is is human. Yeah, I'm wondering who the who the human is going to be. It's James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, no, it's appropriate because James Bond, James Bond. I have a theory. He is the devil. He gets to sleep with all these women and get these STDs. Yet he lives forever. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. true. Maybe that's just okay. Like I need to post that on the internet. Well, if you catch all diseases, it, they cancel each other out. We're not talking about James Bond. We're different James Bonds, though. So technically, the James Bonds probably wouldn't be living forever. The name's going to live forever. No, he is within us all. Actually, from what I hear, I'm calling to you. I don't know if they're changing this, but what I hear is in the new James Bond movie, Daniel Craig actually hands off the mantle of 007 to a woman. And the new James Bond is going to be, I don't know. Maybe they changed the name. That's what I heard, and then it was a big uproar. We actually talked about it on, I think, before uh, we became a quartet when it was just me, me and Mike. I think we talked about it. Yeah, I think we. That was a while back though that we did that. Yeah, that was back when it was just the BM show, not the BM squared show. <laughs> yeah, you know, before, before you're a bunch of squares. What's that? Before you're a bunch of squares. Yeah, before we before we added the squares over here. And Matt, what is it you're doing that's giving making so much sound? Because every single time there's that like, like you hear my mic moving. Up. What I'm actually doing is taking apart my gigantic keyboard. Uh huh. And you're hearing the mic just moving around. Uh, my headphones. Oh, you got a headphone oh. mic. Okay. My mic is on my desk, so unless I do this, you don't hear what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, my mic's on my camera, so unless I like punch the. The screen, you're not going to hear anything. Yeah. But if you keep doing that, Matt, I will punch the screen. (laughs) I'm only going to be here a few more minutes, so you might want to get to the subject. All right. All right. Actually, before we get to that, I do have a this or that, which is actually going to be interesting because it's similar to what I asked last week. 
uh, or not last week, the week before, when we were talking about movies. And I want to get your guys' opinion on this. So once again, we're going to imagine that there is not a pandemic going on for this question. Okay. I don't remember what it's like when there wasn't a pandemic going on. It, well, you got to imagine that. Okay, so. I um, saw somebody with their mask off last night, and I said, I, don't, I didn't remember what you look like with your mask off. <laughs> and it became a whole topic of discussion. <laughs> and then she put the bag back on her head. What? No. Whoa. Oh, wow. Whoa. No, this girl is pretty. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here's a question for music live performance versus recording. Live record. Uh, well, uh, yeah, but what what are you getting at though? Like, what is the point? Like, what is the point? What do you prefer overall? I always overall. Prefer, I will. I will. I will go to a live performance every single time. We were talking about the movies the other day. Mm-hmm. I will rather go to watch a concert than go to the movies because the movie will be the same movie every single time, but the concert will not be. Mm. Okay. See, okay. I'm probably going to be the only one that's going to say this, but I prefer recordings more than. It I also depends on the band. Live. Some bands suck live. I, I find I, I think there's only like maybe two or three bands I'd actually want to go see live. Yeah. Um, but I mean, even so, it, it usually is like I could just hear this on the recording, and everything is crystal clear rather than hearing. <laughs> Well, that's why, like, one of my favorite shows I ever went to, um, I think it was the Van Yeah, it was Van Halen. And they had the audio at a decent level. Like, it was loud, but it wasn't blowing your eardrums out. I was in the fifth row, Uh right? So not like I was back there, like, ooh, this sounds pretty good from the the nosebleed seats. I had, like, decent seats. And I'm like, this is not loud. I mean, it's loud, but it's not like, oh, my God, kill me now. Where are my earplugs? <laughs> it, it's not bad. It's acceptable. And I'm like, and later on, I found out that Alex Van Halen has a hearing problem because of playing drums without anything in his ears for year after year and then playing so loud year after year. So I'm like, it's because they're old. <laughs> we'll just call it what it is. It's because they're old. They had to turn it down. I, I think one thing to make the, the show actually an enjoyable experience, though, is you have to have a singer that doesn't play an instrument because it's yeah, just boring yeah. watching people oh, stand yeah. there. Now, for the majority of it, I mean, there's the, one of the groups that I would actually go see, the, the lead singer does play guitar, but, you know, he's not playing the whole time and it's he still knows how to make it fun. Because he'd be doing things like he. there are times where he'd, you know, lay down. He'd stand on his head with a guitar behind his head and raise his feet up and 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 rest him on the, another guy playing guitar and he's still playing that way. And it just it made it fun. And I think Matt knows who I'm talking about with that. Um, but I mean, other than that, when they're just standing there playing, it's just like, well, why don't I go listen to this on the CD and not spend, you know, fifty, sixty bucks on a ticket or whatever it is nowadays and hear it perfect. But but it's like, if it's a good band, you want to hear them live because you want to hear them, you know, all of a sudden, like maybe in the middle of one of their hit songs, they jump into another song and all of a sudden it's a medley. You're not going to get that when you're listening to the record, you know, you're, you know, um, also yeah. 
the energy is there. Now, like if you go there and the band sucks, yeah, I completely understand because there's a lot you can do in post production to fix a lot of mistakes. <laughs> but is but, that is is hearing that medley worth paying the amount for the ticket? Because tickets are super overpriced. Well, see, that's another thing. When I went to go see Van Halen, and I had you know I went when they had Gary Sharon as their lead singer, and nobody wanted to see them. Mm. I'm like, oh, okay, you suckers. I'm not going to see the lead singer. <laughs> I don't give two shits who's lead singing the fucking band. I'm here to see the greatest guitar player on the planet. That's what I'm here to see. Mm. If I can get this fifth row seat for 60 bucks because nobody wants it, goody for me. <laughs> mm. yeah. It was a great show, and I'm like, Gary Sharon did a good job. Uh, I don't know why they fired him. I thought he was, they fired him because people didn't like having somebody who wasn't Sammy Hagar or David Lee Roth. I'm like, well, David Lee Roth is an asshole. And Sammy Hagar really kind of doesn't need Van Halen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Gary Sharon does, though, because God knows where he went. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I'll jump in. I, I, I agree with what, uh, with what Ben said. I would lean towards, uh, albums for some bands but then i have experienced some bands that do really good live and, and for the, the kind of things ben's was saying like sure you know they play it differently they change things up sometimes not every band does but some bands do and it can be enjoyable but also some bands do crazy live shows like for example mega nuke oh. Rammstein. i'm sure you guys have seen videos at least like you got the idea like dude that live show absolutely freaking nuts i've seen them twice live what, what, totally band, mind what band rammstein oh rammstein yeah i've heard yeah, yeah, I, don't, I don't think there's a person who's uh at least on this panel that hasn't heard of rammstein <laughs> uh i was gonna say like you were talking about better live grateful dead always comes to mind because if you just listen to a grateful dead studio album and then listen to a live album and it's like totally night and day like their studio shit sounds like that shit <laughs> But live, it's amazing, especially in their second set when they're all stoned. Uh, or if you're on, you know, drugs like everybody else. <laughs> yeah, you don't know at that point if they're stoned or you're stoned. I don't know who's higher, man. <laughs> Who said that? Oh, it was me. <laughs> you know, like you answer your own questions. <laughs> I think what's uh, um, kind of funny here is, is with, with Barrett is is that he grew up in a country where I, I believe a lot of live performances, and maybe it's not his, but maybe also Korea, where they're essentially the recorded versions played with the live version. Um, oh, you mean like they're either going to lip sync it or yeah. they're singing so bad because they have to dance as well and do all this stuff. To where the, you can tell that they're off. Yeah, you're talking about K-pop and stuff. Yeah, K-pop. I think Jay does that as well too, doesn't it? J-pop does. Oh, a lot of oh yeah, yeah. yeah they're the same thing, dude. Yeah, <laughs> for, for the yeah. most part. Uh, I went to when I went to Korea. I went and I went. I saw them record one of their TV shows uh, uh-huh. for was it simply K-pop. I think it was, and that was cool because everybody. I, the way I. I sat in the spot where everybody had to walk in front of me, like literally right past me. Mm-hmm. 
And of course, when you're in the K-pop, you're if, if you're in it for the girls, you're in it because the girls are cute. I, I feel sorry for how many girls you I molested as they went by. <laughs> oh man, it was like legs, more legs. I'm like, oh, I don't even know who this group is. I don't care, but wow. <laughs> yeah, probably got up there and they're like, they're like, you're wearing a black outfit. What's up? What's that white stuff that's on it? And then there's Ben with a big smile on his face. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, I didn't. They're a very conservative country, Mike. I don't want to get thrown out. <laughs> Dude, you can't even look at porn in Korea. When I went to South Korea, I couldn't get on the porn website. <laughs> I was thinking you were going to be like um, saying that you like went to a porn site and like the police like busted down your, your hotel <laughs> door and, and, and swung through your window or something like that when you're going to say that. I'm going to say my thing, and then because uh, I'm going to be going real soon here. First of all, live shows, sometimes, depending on the band and the recording, they have more energy because they didn't really record all at the same time, actually, uh, when they were, you know, in the studio. And, um, and then there's uh, the fact that, yes, some bands are way different every show because they experiment, they improvise, depending on the style and the person. You know, some people like to play their solos note for note from the album, you know, and some... Uh, even if it's uh, you know kind of similar, they'll just play with a different vibe, you know, and that's 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 why people like to see them live. I think, in my opinion, a lot. But hey, hey, truthfully, Matt, yeah, is that why um, some bands the the singer guitarist adds an extra chorus in and doesn't notify the other three members in the band, and then they have no idea where they are in the song, and um, yeah, at the end of it, the singer has to apologize. I thought only only, only, uh, only the very very experimental, uh, liberated minded ones like myself. <laughs> okay, so um, yeah. right. that's another cool thing is like when you're playing live, like sometimes they'll have like a um like a guest come in, and they'll go and they'll they'll play uh like yeah they'll have somebody come in and they'll, they'll who like normally don't play with them, and you don't get that on the album. Yeah, you do. You get like you, you get like Little John featuring. Nasdog and Snoop 101 with special <laughs> guests. Yeah, but we're talking Shiba about music. And, you know, that all on just one song. There's there's like 50 people rapping on the song, and it's just one rapper's album. I know that's you know like Tupac or something. Like, Tupac literally would have like a song where he got one verse, and the rest of it are all people you've never heard of and never hear of again. <laughs> All right, hey guys, since I'm gonna be going soon, can I uh, throw out my little thing about music yeah. and then, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so um, I, I don't expect this is Mike's band because he's got a couple I might think that are ahead of this in his list, but one just threw out to my mind that really should have gotten bigger is Little Tin Frog. Uh, Mike knows this, of course, and I don't know if you guys ever heard of them because they're like oh. semi-local. Um, and um, yeah, so this is uh, what. Uh, like late '90s and uh, mid, early, early to mid, just throughout the '90s, I guess, right? And um, I'll just uh, post a link, and uh, and you can check it out if you want. Um, check out the the whole album if you want. Um, any of the songs are pretty good. I could, sh- I'll just probably also send a, maybe maybe I'll send the YouTube link. I don't know, but I, I found a Bandcamp thing where you can just listen to it for free and actually pay for it for nothing if you want. Check it out, one of their albums. So. Um, Let's see, uh, since Mike's probably the only one that's ever heard of them, a little bit of feedback from Mike before I go? Oh, okay. I, I was, okay, yeah, sure. 
Um, I guess we're not going to listen to one of their songs, but that that's cool because I know you got to rush. Um, I, you know, I think one of the I will say they did have a gimmick. Um, was their bassist played an electric stand-up bass? But uh, you know, they overall, I mean, they were all like super talented musicians. Um, I still, you know, it's funny you mentioned them because like about three days ago, I was. Uh, doing something and like I just busted out singing one of their songs. I haven't heard their CD in a good maybe 10 years or so. Uh, but it just for some reason that the song just sticks in my head a lot. So I mean, kudos to that. Um, I, I just I don't know what else to say except for they're actually really awesome. Uh, yeah. and it's a shame they never they never got past the whole local scene type thing. I don't know what it happened to them eventually, but you know, they I heard were... they broke up after their uh, third uh, real album. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'll, I'll post a link um, and uh, I'll, I'll get going in a sec here. But it, uh, I'm just curious uh, about uh, uh, Mike. You're, you're, you're probably either Monkafust or LGS, right? For what? Your, your band that should have gotten big? Um, no, no. No, I've got something else planned. So, Can you tell me who it is, real quick? Yeah, so so let me jump in really quick. Um, first off, if if you if for the for the one person that's watching, if you haven't figured out, topic today is um, everything with this band is perfect. It's flawless. Um, there's no reason why they should have never gotten huge, but they never did. So um, my band actually, really, just a little bit of background. On the episode where we're going to do the, you know, forming the perfect band with all the members, every single one of those slots, drums, bass, guitar, singer, every one of those, the group, the, a member from this group was considered by me. Um, and every time I, I, I bring up this group, there's something that, that happens that irritates the crap out of me. Um, and I'm, a, I'm curious if it happens again. So, my group, has anyone ever heard of The Urge? Nope. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nope. I saw him play. Okay. So the, I'm, the Urge to go see him? <laughs> the one thing I'm glad is what I mentioned did not happen. Because every single time I go I ask somebody if they've heard of The Urge, like, well, I've heard of Urge Overkill. And that irritates the crap out of me. But oh, I, I think, urge overkill. Um, <laughs> I, I think the, the, the thing that there's a couple things that, that probably stopped this band from getting big. Um, one is the fact that they use horns. Um, it's the band is really a, like a rock, um, punk, ska, funk, reggae, um, just mishmash of, of sound. Um, and so they use horns, so that's probably not as popular with, with people um, in like a type of rock type of, of, of um, genre. The other thing is I think they would be overshadowed by something like the Chili Peppers. Matt, would you say that they're kind of like the Chili Peppers in a way? Yeah. With some of the stuff that they do? Um, I do have a song, so I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll send that in just one minute. Um, but before I do... I just want to say, as far as the drummers, when it comes to when it came to that episode, I would put the drummer as probably 
um, my third pick. I put the guitarist as maybe my fourth pick. Um, the singer was a little would probably be a little lower, about the seventh pick or eighth pick. But their bassist was my second pick for a bassist in a perfect band. And um, he has just got this really fat tone that he uses. And he and the drummer just lock in so well. So um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw a link up really quick. You know, if you guys go check it out, I'll mark when we, we stop talking and then we'll just come back here. And Matt, are you, do you need to take off now? Yeah, I'm, I'm taking off. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks a lot, Matt. Oh, wait, uh, let me uh, post my thing. Okay. I got to find where the uh, the chat thing is on my... Okay. I'm going to post mine right now, and then Matt just post yours while we're, you know, taking off to go listen to the song. Do you want okay. to, do you want to listen to both songs? No, just... Well, well since... Well, uh, oh. that's the whole album that Matt posted. Yeah. Oh. So don't Peace worry out, about guys. Right. Hey, hey, see you, man. See you. So here's a link to mine. Um, and for people that are, are just listening and can't see, um, I would say YouTube, uh, the urge, if I were you just kind of as a general idea of, of what they sound like. Um, so we're, let's take a break right now. I'm trying to find where the stupid chat thing is. Oh, here it is. Okay. All right. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> I got it. Okay. Chat. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to go ahead and mark the time. Let's take a break, go check it out and then let me know when you guys get back. Okay. Okay.
interesting i can hear yours ben i can hear yours like perfectly yeah i just kind of thought i'd just let it play and then if you could hear it you could hear it if not yeah yeah i think yeah. we should do that for all our songs actually yeah that totally works well i don't know if it's gonna work i mean I, i'm using apple so I, I know that when i was using windows whatever i played it got canceled out so mm. i don't know whether or not it's gonna work for you guys you might have to use your phone i don't know <laughs> I could play them if you wanted me to play them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah that well, that's what I'm saying. Like, we'll post the link in the chat, and then you could just be the one to pick it up each time. Oh, okay. Since it broadcasts to the rest of us. Yeah. That way, we don't have to mark the time that we're, you know, recording. It could just play in the recording. Yeah. So that works for me. So, but um, I think one of the major problems, like I was mentioning, that they were overshadowed by like Chili Peppers, mm -hmm. um, is the singer is he's very similar to Anthony Kiedis. Um, he sings, he raps, he does that all. But I, I will admit, Anthony Kiedis does it better. Um, and I, I and I think that would be one of their drawbacks as to why they wouldn't get as big. Yeah, I, I, I really was digging it, but I have to say that the lead singer's voice was, uh, it sounded like somebody, like another band, this guy, and it just kind of wasn't... It's not my cup of tea. It wasn't uh -huh. bad. It's just like, but the rest of it, like the guitar solos, it was a good jam. It was a good song. I, oh, I, yeah, I loved it. Yeah. I have a different take on why I think they didn't take off, though. What's that? And granted, I've only heard the one song. So so I will, at the end of this, defer to you since you've heard presumably more, much more of them. Uh, mm -hmm. But just but judging from this one song, it seemed to me like they fell victim to hipsters. Like we think hipsters is kind of like a modern thing. Mm -hmm. But I would say that attitude's been around for, like, at least since the 80s, maybe uh -huh. before, in the sense that, like, what's the main thing about hipsters is that they lock into some really narrow definition of something, and then they just, like, grab on like a bulldog, and they won't let go. Mm. And everything else in the world is shit, except this exact narrow little thing, you know? And like yet, I, I like. And yet somehow Mike is not a hipster. <laughs> uh, and, I don't think I'm I, – I, I would say I'm not – but you guys can say if if you think I am, I am. I mean, I would say with regard to music I or anything. Uh, but yeah, and like so with, then with regard to this song, like what I hear is a blend of like radically different styles, mm -hmm. and I thought it was okay. Like I thought of all the ways that you could blend them, this is probably the best I've ever heard. Mm -hmm. But I could I could anticipate that a lot of hipster mentality people who would like maybe one specific aspect of the song would hate it because how dare they have this other stuff, you know? And not even just the horns. It, it wasn't the instrumentation itself, but it was the style. Like, there were very funky aspects. There was R&B aspects to it. Mm -hmm. There was uh, just straight, like, hard rock. But then it had a part where it was more of a punk beat than mm -hmm. a hard rock beat. It, mm -hmm. so it had, like, four or five or six things. And I could see how it would alienate all those groups because mm -hmm. they would all hate the other parts of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, uh, yeah, I, I could agree with you actually with what you're saying. It, you know, jack of all trades kind of thing you could look at then. 
Um, yeah, that's the way of doing everything. It, yeah. And but you you can't lash on to that one, you know, the, just one specific group that's going to link in and, and, and put you over the top. Mm. Uh, I think what's interesting is actually going back to the this or that with the concert versus um, versus recordings is from what I've heard with this group is that their concerts are just out of control off the hook. Some of the craziest things you'll ever see with like some of the craziest mosh pits you'll ever see going on, um, which is kind of yeah, interesting. That's what I thought when I heard the song. I That's the mental image that I had. I just remembered something like we were talking earlier with recording versus live, and I remember an ex- example of the other way. And I remember, like, remember Smash Mouth? Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, Who and, can forget, dude? They, they, that song "All Star" is stuck in everybody's head. Yeah. So like, they, they were they were like one of the biggest bands in the country, and then they went on tour. And then a friend of mine went to go see them like up in Boston, and he was like, "Oh, I went to the Smash Mouth concert." I'm like, "How was it?" He's like, "Just listen to the record." <laughs> I'm like they were that bad, huh? I was like, yeah. <laughs> I heard Limp Bizkit oh, too. I got, I've seen I've seen Limp Bizkit on WWF TV performing live, and like, damn, that's another group where like you just don't want to see them live. It's like I got Limp Bizkit tickets. I'm like, yeah, I, I got a dentist appointment. I get. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather get a root canal. <laughs> hurt less. <laughs> Yeah. All right, so I think uh, Barrett, I think you're going to be up next. Okay, yes. Uh, let me copy it into the chat there. Uh... So before we listen to it, just to say it's a Sound Barrier is the name of the band. Mm-hmm. And I, I'd i heard them ages ago. And, th- and I've totally forgotten about them until recently. I just happened on YouTube across a documentary about them, and, and I started watching that. And I was like, oh, shit, I remember these guys. Sad, sad what happened to him. I won't go into it. It's a long story, but yeah, they they just got shafted and by the industry. And but man, when you hear it, whoo, they were some talented guys. Mm-hmm. All go right, for it, man. okay, listen to this. <laughs> Thank you. 
Listening to KBN, and that was what a price glory from some band. I forgot the name already. Sound barrier. <laughs> Sound barrier. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of I, I I heard it up until the end. It kind of starting to get a little quiet. But um, I want to jump in for a second on this one. I gotta say, these I've never heard this group before, and those guys are freaking awesome. That was um, awesome. Didn't that? I, like, I think that, that I remind you of Dio. I kept thinking of Dio, Ronnie James Dio. Yeah, it was it was kind of a little bit like that, like with the the vocals I thought, and then the the band I thought was a little bit like Iron Maiden. Mm. Well, here's here's why I think that this group probably never got big. It's kind of the same situation as Dream Theater, which Dream Theater, I mean, is pretty big, but not like overly big, like you know, yeah. not Nirvana. But I think there's a point where you get to be where you're just so good that you can you can do these like insanely talented things a song but because it's not nirvana it's hard for people to digest it uh yeah because maybe people, I mean, are used to hearing this radio stuff that's just that's like a whole freaking song it's it's like so simplistic um that when you hear something that's just that has all these modulations to this and that and is doing something that's against the norm. They're like, I, I just can't process this normally, you know? Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that could well have been. I mean, with the instance, like the introduction to that song, there was like, you had this sound like the bass part was just going crazy. Yeah, and then yeah. there was like a modulation here and there, and and I could see people being like, "Yeah, this is pretty good, but I just I can't dig this," and then just flipping it. And I think that's why um, there's a, a group that I I dislike, which is Tool. I really dislike Tool, um, but they they do kind of the same thing where they got all these modulations and changes, and they're really good. But what they do is they seem like they they and what I don't like them for is they seem like they get on a part and they stay on it too long before they modulate. You know what I don't like about Tool? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get off soapbox for a second on this. When I was in high school, Tool was huge, and all the kids I wanted to be friends with because I thought they were cool. They liked Tool, so I was trying to get into Tool, and I could not give two shits for that band. And because of that, I cannot make friends with all the weird people in the school. <laughs> also, don't yeah. like people. <laughs> I also don't like their singer at all, but um, I, I think that you know that's something that they did right that made them big was the fact that they could do all these changes like like this group that that Barrett had could do all these changes but they just drilled it so long that it people could get used to it before they get to the next change. Mm. Yeah, well in in so I 
I could talk more about Soundberry, but also just uh, comment on Tool real quick. Uh, so I really like Tool, but I, I like their older stuff, like their first couple albums a lot better. Mm-hmm. I, I think part of what you're commenting on is that they're changed like mid-career and that their last several albums, they, yeah. they, went, they changed it up. Like it's a little similar to the sound, but like the first couple albums were more accessible, I think, to like people with, with our kind of musical taste. But then they went for the wall of sound kind of approach, like uh, like almost like a Pink Floyd. But like, you know, Pink Floyd's like really acid trip moments. Mm-hmm. Like if you just took that acid trip moment and made that a 13 minute song of just that, that's mm-hmm. like later day tool. And it's not the worst ever, but like I never really got into it that much. I'm like, eh, I, I need to dial it in a little more for, for my taste and. Yeah. See, I my my experience with Tool was whatever the album was with Sober, and then um, the I think it was Anima was the other album that I listened to of theirs, um, and that was it. At, that, that okay, so those are the ones that I like. Those are the older ones where they are more like still closer to like what you would call rock. Uh-huh. The later stuff, I mean, you you might like it, but from what you said, I think you would like it even less because okay. they took the part that you don't like. Uh-huh. Where they like they'll get in a groove and they'll spend, but instead of like you know, f- ten seconds in that groove, now they're like, all right, this groove is gonna last for three and a half, four minutes. So that's what it felt like when I was listening to what they they had already. Oh no, dude, no, no, not not even remotely, dude, dude. You just try listening to one of the their more recent albums and you'll be like, holy shit, how is this a twenty minute song? <laughs> it is a twenty minutes okay. Um, I was going to say, you, you mentioned something about Pink Floyd and their acidy stuff. If you ever want to listen to some of their older stuff, I recommend checking out Echoes. That's their best okay. album. It has, like, of course, all the songs you know, like Another Brick in the Wall and all that fun stuff. But it's also, they dive into their Sid Barrett stuff, which is, like, before uh, Dark Side of the Moon. And it's yeah. just really, really, really trippy shit. Like, See Emily Play is such a trippy song. <laughs> and it's great because... When they released this Best Of album, they went back to the original tapes and they mixed it like a Pink Floyd album. So the songs all meld into each other. Like they're so... Yeah. You know, it's not like, like they went... like Because if you like, how are they going to make a Pink Floyd album? The album starts from beginning to end. It's one continuous song. Yeah. And they found a way to do it. And that was to just remix it so it is still one continuous song. Oh and, man, that must have been an effort, a real effort. Oh yeah, they went. They brought back like uh, one of the, the their original producer. It's one of those guys. Like if, I, I want to yeah. say Ted Templeton, but it's probably not him. But like it's one of those well-known producers where like I can't remember the name off the top of my head. But if you if I if I did say, you'd probably be like, oh yeah, I think I've heard of him. You know, one of them. Names. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm down, dude. Yeah. After we get off of this, I will jump in on that. Yeah, it starts off like with astronomy. Uh, with domain, domain. Astronomy do mine. What the hell? Is that even a word? I'm not even saying this right. I don't do mean. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> D-O-M-I-N-E. It's do mine. But I don't think it's pronounced. Oh, domine. Domine. Yeah, Latin. Domine. Okay. Oh, it's French. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good album. It's worth checking out, though. Like, especially okay. if you got something to do. Like, if you've got to go clean your car or something. Something that's going to take some time. Yeah, you can put, put it on. And then, like, by the time you get to the... Third song, you're gonna know what you're, you'll you'll know the third song. You'll because that's the happiest days of our lives, which leads into another brick in the wall part two. Okay. And, yeah. But yeah, do recommend that. Now, my taste apparently is very mainstream compared to you boys. 
because I couldn't think of any real band other than I can do one that's almost kind of self-promotion in a way because I run the YouTube channel. Uh, and that would be my church band, Thrive Band. Uh, they are just amazing, amazing, talented people. Like some of them are actually in also in their own bands. Uh, like I know a few of them are actually professional musicians. And I, I can't believe that this small little church out in the middle of the woods attracted like so much talent from pe like, talented people. But they did, apparently. Uh, and uh, yeah, so I'm just going to recommend they did. They have one single out and I'm going to recommend their one single, which is called uh uh, there was Jesus, the blessing. I'll actually put the uh, the thing in there right now in the chat. And you if, play it as well, too? Yeah, if you want to play it, yeah. Yeah, go ahead and play it. Okay. Um, and then, sorry to hijack for a second. Um, I did find, for Matt's group, Little Tin Frog, I did find that song that I was saying that would pop in my head. We can do that really quick after yours, too. Okay, okay. sure, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, this song is about seven minutes. Just letting you know, so it's a bit on the longer side, but it's it's, it, it, it's a medley. So, all right, let's see here. Every time I try to make it on my Every time I try to stand and start to fall And all those lonely roads that I have traveled on There's Jesus Life I built came crashing to the ground And friends I had
said amen amen so okay I, i'm gonna i'm gonna be honest at the, the start of this Go ahead. I, I was not i was not really feeling the lady's voice at the start it it had that kind of like oh she's country. my favorite singer too what's that she's my favorite one of the singers hold on hold on let me finish let me okay. finish it, it kind of had a, a, a a twang to it, like a country twang to it. Actually, it's one of the but, I like it, but good. But hold on, hold on, man. Okay. Uh, but as this, as it went, her voice really started to grow on me. Mm -hmm. So by the end, I was actually enjoying her voice. Mm. 
So um, it, that that was kind of surprising. I like and 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 I always like how they when they bring in other singers that have different um, different melodies are singing at the same time over and under the the other melodies too. That always sounds really good. Um, this is very opposite of, of what Barrett played because this is a little bit more on the simplistic side, which isn't bad. Yeah. It, but it, it was it, it, the the stuff they did here worked out really well together. Yeah, from the, the music side. Mm-hmm. I, I, it, I they uh, this is more of a stripped down version. I mean, like th- there is no other version of this particular song, but like this is more stripped down, and I like it because uh, I, I like music where I, if I went to hear the band play live, there's a chance they might sound like this again. Yeah. And if you overproduce the hell out of it, it's never going to sound like this. True. <laughs> so. I have a question for you, though. How many <laughs> bass players do they have? Because I, I heard – now, I'm, I'm listening through your speaker, which isn't going to be the best quality, but it sounded like I heard the, a bass line. But then there was a part where, as I was hearing that bass line, there was a bass line that was played up high – over the top of it, or it may have been some other instrument, but I just couldn't hear it clearly. Two guitar players, and that was it. That was all there was for me. There was uh, four singers, one of whom was playing also uh, one guitar, and then the other guitar was, uh, he just played guitar on his own. He, he, wasn't, he wasn't singing, but that, that was, that's it, just two guitar players. And four okay. So it might have been like a clean guitar that I heard that was up, that yeah. was not necessarily up high, but it kind of sounded like a bass coming through the speakers. All acoustic, too. And it might have just been also. I have a subwoofer on my computer, mm-hmm. on my computer speaker setup, I should say, not on my computer, but on my computer setup. So yeah, that might have been a just extra bass from the subwoofer. Okay, gotcha. It's a little bassy here. It's what. You, yeah. But I um, with the singing, like I literally have like my top five favorite singers from the band. Like that's like really like singing is something like we have a lot of really talented singers I think and uh, that one that song really shows it off and um, it's available for a dollar on on Apple so <laughs> <laughs> of which I see none of by the way <laughs> so but yeah I like I said I couldn't think of any other band like that I knew from the past or anything or even modern I'm just so I guess I'm just maybe I'm just old I'm past the age where I'm looking for new stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what do you what do you think Barrett? well it is not at all even remotely my thing but at the same time from the very instant moment though i could tell like it sounded great even coming like you know this game of telephone you know where you're playing it and it's going through your mic and then out and through my headset and i'm listening on a crappy headset here uh, and even still, I was like, wow, you know, so I, I could definitely tell the talent, but I mean, it's not yeah. at all the thing I would listen to normally. Yeah, I know. I didn't. It's, it's a totally different genre than anything we've heard so far. Today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that, wow. That, I mean, you know. and granted, I I didn't have quite the same thing, uh, impression that Mike had. I mean, even by the end, I still would never, ever listen to that singing. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought it sounded like she was super talented. Like I was yeah. blown away yeah. by that. And very jealous, frankly, of her singing ability, but I cannot stand even the tiniest hint of twang. I hate it more than anything else. Well, okay, not not everything. I mean, I don't hate it more than rap. Rap is still the, the worst to me. Uh, but second worst is twang, and to me. Yeah, I, twang doesn't work for everybody. Uh, I with her though, like I remember. Um, like I was already going to the church when she joined the church and I heard her sing for the first time. And I was like, who the 
fuck is this? <laughs> you know, like, yeah, oh, that's that's, that's, kind of, that's how I felt. I was like, wow, yeah. like I would yeah. want to like be near that person, you know? Like it's it's just almost like charisma coming through the voice. But I was just like, oh, but I mean, I wouldn't have an extended like I wouldn't listen to a whole album of you know with the twang. She's somebody, and I, I've talked about her before, where she is she is raw talent, and if she had somebody who was a manager and she had somebody who could write songs for her, it could be even the same person um she she can she can make something of it but you need to have somebody to write songs for her you know it can't just be any song it has to be written with her in mind and her style yeah you know and yeah I, that makes sense. yeah so that, that that yeah it's uh that's actually my dream would be like with the youtube channel is to have somebody in the band take off because then they can they can make millions of dollars and tithe ten percent to the church. <laughs> You're tithing, right? We didn't get your last check. Uh, <laughs> we made you. You're like, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't you think that though? Like, if say if you were a musician and you got in because of like something to have to do with your church. Wouldn't you feel an obligation that you now have to? You now definitely have to tithe. <laughs> It's like, oh, I wouldn't have made it. I have to. Oh, there goes that $100,000. <laughs> oh, man. If we had somebody donating $100,000 a month or something, that would be ridiculous. That'd be awesome. The artist is going on the air. Listen, please, don't buy my album. I can't afford it. Did you ever hear? There's somebody that happened with. There was a guy who had an album out, and because of his contract, he literally went on the radio and said, please don't buy my album. Hmm. I didn't hear about that. I heard about, like... The, I think the, it was contract, like the contract was, like, completely in the record company's favor or something. And he was trying to get out of his contract. And you know who it was? It was Prince. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was why he had to change what? his name That's to the goofy media. symbol. And... Yeah, he said, don't buy my album. <laughs> you know what that did? It helped his album sales. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, we had a more recent version of that, too, which uh, I don't know what you guys remember the whole thing. Like Dave Chappelle is like, don't watch my old, old episodes of my show and then because the people watch his old episodes. Yeah, because he, he was saying like there was episode, season three he had nothing to do with. That's when he quit. And they just had enough leftover stuff like outtakes and non-used skits. And they just made a season three out of it. And yeah, it's, it's absolute garbage. It, yeah, yeah, it is. It's a clear cash grab and stuff. Yeah. And, and then, like, he doesn't even get paid. I mean, granted, I don't feel too bad because he's already got tens of millions of dollars. But, you know, <laughs> I mean, it was still a shitty contract that he was locked into. And, I mean, I feel bad for him for that. Well, also, he just got stressed out, I think, with the whole thing, too. Like, all of a sudden, and, and like, when the show started, the network didn't give a shit. They just said, here's some money. Go do what you want. All yeah. of a sudden, the show's a hit. Now you have big wigs taking an interest in it. And Comedy Central is owned by CBS or Viacom, however you want to look at it. It's the same company. So look at the standards of practices over at CBS. What can get away with what they can get away with on CBS? Not as much as they can get away with in Comedy Central. But if you draw enough attention at Comedy Central, the CBS fucking people start looking at it and they start saying, Well, geez, maybe we shouldn't do that. <laughs> oh, can you tone this back? Oh, can you word this a little differently? You know, or can you not have this one part or can we change this to this? Or when they hit you with like a, uh, a suggestion and their suggestion just makes you, let you know that they have no idea what the fuck comedy is. 
or anything for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, can you just have them like get in the, hit in the face with a, a cream pie? That's still funny, right? Cream pies? You guys like cream <laughs> pies, right? Huh? <laughs> like nobody cares about cream pies. Cream pies is old, but yeah, you know, it's it's yeah. He he got pissed off because the network tried to take a hand in this show, and he's like, yeah. no. This is not the Comedy Central Dave Chappelle show. It's the Dave Chappelle show. <laughs> yeah, and I completely understand that. I don't. I think he might have jumped overboard, but that just tells me there must have been a lot of other stuff that was going on. Like I know for me personally, if I don't unwind, I will blow up. And maybe that's what happened to him. He didn't have a chance ever to unwind, and it just kept adding and kept adding and kept adding. And then finally, he's like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm going to Africa. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I just brought it up because yeah, you know, it was kind of a similar to what you're talking about, you know. Yeah. Like a recent example and yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll just like the Dave Chappelle thing. Yeah, I remember that. He was huge. Absolutely. Yeah. Remember when the DVDs came out? And this was before Netflix and everything. So like you buy a DVD set. I used to have all these DVD sets. I had like a bookshelf filled with all these Oh yeah, yeah. Stuff and now it's like fuck, I don't need any of this. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of wish that I had a ha- that I had this kind of stuff like Netflix back then because like I always wanted to be that guy with all the DVD sets but like I was still living I think in Japan. I think and every- like in Japan you there's no way because like op media over there costs so much more. So like mm. you buy like a single like a movie, you know, and it's like anywhere from like you get if it's old and you know, you the bargain bin's like $4 or maybe it's like $15 new, you know. And you get like a box set, and it's like anywhere from like sixty to eighty dollars. Well, what do you think? Just a regular movie, not even a box set, but just a single movie on DVD costs in Japan. Forty bucks. Ninety dollars. Ninety. Oh, they're, still, they're still charging like the rates yeah. that they, they charge when they first came out. Oh but, yeah, yeah. It never changed because they just <laughs> they have everything on lockdown in Japan, so like they just have people by the balls, and they're like, well, you can't do anything else, and. You know, the internet wasn't a thing over there, so they're just like, you're just going to pay whatever we ask you to pay. And yeah. so, I, like, I always coveted those DVD box sets, and but by the time I moved back to America, it was obsolete. Jeez, you got to start making your own entertainment or something. Here's the thing, though. I mean, the internet's still not really a thing over there, because you think that you could go, like, anywhere and have connection, but no, it doesn't seem like that's the case. Oh, no. Go, but, they're, they're just um, baby steps over there. Go, go, to, go to Europe, and you could feel that, too. Like, I remember, like, going to Europe, and it was like, oh, oh, yeah, I just got DSLs. Like, you just got, dude, yeah. I got rid of DSL, like, 10 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Let me jump into, going back to Japan, is that, there is a benefit that, that Japan has when you, you don't have to buy the, the movie anymore because they still have the DVD rental places That's uh, true. Where, you, where you can just go rent it and then burn it and then take it back, which I think is pretty much what the people do there. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's true. They do have the rental things. It's a, although, oddly, you can't rent some things that you could rent here because they had the video game lobby, pass, got a law passed, so that it's illegal to rent video games. Mm, okay. Which is yeah. then why video games are like, insane, like $100 there. Mm-hmm. But, but you're right, like you can people, rent other things and stuff. Yeah, that's why people get like one game and they become masters of that one game because they can't afford any others. It basically, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much how it is. See, like, if, if you ever watch like, the YouTube videos, like, I'm like, how do they learn all these secrets in these games? And it's like, yes, because and it's the only game you have. Yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden, there's a negative world in Mario. 
How do you find a negative world? Who sits there for hours trying to figure this out? These are the people. Exactly. <laughs> yep, yep. Or you could go to look at China where they've got people who are, you know, playing the uh, the online games nonstop to get those rare items and turn around and sell them on like eBay for, for tons of money. Yeah. And well, that's their job. Yeah. And they could do that, especially because of, you know, exchange rates. So it's like, I yeah. mean, it's tons of money, but it's not a career. Except over there, you know, like you can sell this item for 2,000 real dollars. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's, you could live for like four months in China. Yeah. Did you hear about that? Did you hear about that? Was it was a, I think it was a Chinese father. He His son was addicted to this one game. So he hired another player who was a better player. To, to kill his son in the game, <laughs> to get him off of the game. And I hadn't heard of that, but I mean, shit. If I was a father, I would consider something like that. <laughs> and, and that's where the blood for Satan shoes comes from. Is that killed character? The oh man. Well, hey guys, it's uh, it's about lunchtime here. I got. Oh, I don't got know about you guys. I'm hungry. Song, by the way, what's that? We still have Matt song. Oh, okay. We are yeah, gonna, gonna do that. I, I pulled this one out. This might not have been Matt's choice, um, but this is the one that I was saying that like all of a sudden started singing um, out of the blue. I just posted a link. I have not listened to this on on here, so hopefully it's not going to be like a cut of it or or somebody farting over the top of it or something. But you know, we'll find out. <laughs> okay. Well, here we go with Matt's all choice. Right. I forget the name of the song. Thank you. 
Littleton Frog from their album The Pain and Pleasure Machine. That is Falling Angel right here on the best in whatever the hell that was. <laughs> that actually was good. Yeah. It was too long by about a minute. But other than that, I thought it was a good song. I, I think, you know, listening to it now, because it's been, you know, 10 years since I've really heard it, mm-hmm. I, I think. It definitely does still has. I, I noticed that um, uh, indie sound is definitely prominent in it. Yes. But I didn't realize how much they have going on. Mm. And especially with the drummer. Um, yeah, no, he has some good fill ins. Yeah, I mean, and I think that, like we're talking with um, Sound Blaster, what was the name of the one you had, Barrett? Oh, Sound Barrier. Sound Barrier. Same thing is that it becomes just too much for for someone to just normally digest. Um, I, I know that um, when I was listening to him, I know the guitarist was very adamant about not being a standard rock guitarist, so he avoided the power chord like completely. Um, so that's just kind of another nail in the coffin for them because it it it, it puts it back into that hard to digest category. Mm. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know what? I, I can see that maybe. I mean, it's it's hard for me. Like, I have to step out of myself because, like, me personally, I'm just like, oh, my gosh, I want to listen to this forever. But I guess maybe, yeah, there could be some just – what is that term people throw around these days? Basic bitch? Which one? Like, like basic bitch people? Oh, you mean – yeah, like where like, – you mean like where they just do the standard thing? Like they yeah, this- yeah. They wear the, the knee-high boots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they, oh, I, I thought you were talking about keep it simple, stupid, or something like that. Yeah, I don't I, 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 you're using No, no, that's where you want to. That's when you're advocating for simplicity. But I'm talking like the people where, like, they don't appreciate anything oh. more than vanilla. Okay, yeah. I, I've heard it, like, a much nicer term than that for the same thing than basic, basic bitch, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the term, but uh, we'll go with that one. Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. It's, it's like, 
a lot of people just like the standard, you know, it, where you see like a group of people and they all dress the same. And yeah. <laughs> oh, man, my foot's killing me today. <sighs> so next episode, we will not have Ben. He will be dead. I will be oh, dead. No. Because <laughs> I won't get my foot amputated. It's fine. It's black. No, it's not. It's fine. The good news, the good news is that is we will be able to stay on topic. Oh, man. It was my. Uh, uh, never mind. I'm not going to talk about it. It's a family thing. Like, I got a family member who has, like, uh, I heard they had, like, their leg turned black. It was because it was, like, ooh, ooh, yeah. yeah. I, this was years ago. He probably had it taken care of since, but. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> man. Um, so, what are we going to talk about next week? For next week, I kind of have an idea I want to throw at you guys. Um, I'm, I'm now I could do this as a you're stranded on a deserted island, but I think that's been overused. So I'm gonna kind of change the way I describe this. Okay, mm-hmm. think about this. You're sitting on the couch. You've got in front of your TV. You've got every video game system that's ever existed mm-hmm. hooked up to your All TV. Right. All of a sudden, there's a knock on the door, and you you go to open up the door and you, and as you open it up, you see there's a government official standing there, and he says, today we are going to be starting socialism in the country. It looks like you have an abundance of video game systems, so we're going to go ahead and redistribute those to people who are less fortunate than you. People so have video games. You okay. can choose one video game system to keep, and we're going to take the rest of them. Now, the good news is, we're going to inject you um, with a microchip. Uh, this microchip will let us track where you are. I got to throw a conspiracy theory. This microchip will let us track where you are and let us control you when we feel the need to. But it will also give you the ability for this one video game system to unlock every single game available on it with a catch. One you cannot unlock homebrew or jailbreak it in any way. So all of the emulator and stuff. Legit games. What's that? The legit legit games. games. Including if if it has like an arcade or downloadable content, it has to be downloadable content that's specific to that system. So like, for instance, let's take Symphony of the Night. I think Symphony of the Night was on the arcade for like PlayStation 3 and Xbox. But it's technically a PlayStation One game, so you would not be able to get it. So no, no, no ports. No ports. You cannot choose a PC, and you cannot choose an arcade cabinet. Okay, it I has have a, to be a video the, game system. I got a question about the no, no, no ports thing. Then, okay, so like Tomb Raider was originally released on the Sega Saturn, and then got ported to the PlayStation. That's so. fine because it's a legitimate PlayStation release. Okay. I'm talking about if it's if it's was like upped in the arcade as a okay you can buy this for five dollars like like for instance you know the Wii had like excite bike the nintendo version yeah if it's like that if it's that type of version then if it's a version of another system it doesn't count if it's something- yeah yeah i get it so basically you're trying to say that the limiting factors you have to have like the original like retail library and that's okay. all you get exactly all right so Exactly. And, and that includes download retail library, too. Sure, sure, yeah. But basically, you don't want to cheat by saying, like, oh, well, I get this game because I can hack it and put, like, every ROM ever on it. And so then that's, you know, because obviously it's, that'll make it too easy. 
Exactly. And yeah, this okay, is okay. going to be your game you. system for the rest of your life. Yeah. All right. We'll do. I'll let you guys go. I'm going to think about it. I'll have an answer next week. Okay. All right. And with that, we'll go ahead and we'll kill it. All right, man.